Sit back, turn the ship over to your Kovas and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. 07 Commanders and welcome in. My name is Commander Psykit and with me, as always, is Commander Mel for the win. 07 Commanders. If it's your first time listening, we're glad you found us. Every week on the Flight Assist podcast, we talk to a different commander or organisation. We find out a little about them, what they're up to in game, and we talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community. Before things get started, we just want to say thanks for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. Who do we have today? Smiley, such, he's such a great human. I, I, I really like, I really like hanging out. I, I, I'm a bit of a night owl, so it's quite fortunate that I really enjoy hanging out in a lot of these people uh, who stream late, right? Um, for, especially late for me, um, right. <laughs> who like late streams because it's really nice. To listen to Smiley's got such a nice voice. Um, yeah, like his dulcet tones of, I oh, <laughs> just, just just listen, just listen and chill out. It keeps me company while I'm doing stuff. Um, yep, yep, <laughs> um, totally understand. But also, just such a lovely guy as well. Big, yeah. big supporter. Um, big supporter of other elite dangerous content creators as well. Um, especially on on twitch yeah you know he, yeah, he very kind of, very much so yeah he kept for me he kind of sort of uh it's one of these ones where suddenly smiley was there and then every channel i went to smiley was also there yeah. and that's great <laughs> right? yeah that's yeah. really really cool um it, it so went it, from we didn't have smiley around then smiley was everywhere and it felt <laughs> like he had been there the yeah, whole time absolutely you know? absolutely and um I, he's one of those one of those creators that is so supportive and so so wonderful in his support and doesn't ask for anything back yeah you know and and that's the way that's really the way, way it should be it's like we can be super supportive of um everyone by being being there or directing people towards um friends and things like that but it's he's just he's just so kind and lovely Mm -hmm. that i i just have all the time for him in the world yeah yep me too me too welcome in smiley it's so so good to have you on the show it really is well, I appreciate the warm welcome. I'm excited to be here. Excellent. I feel like this should have happened earlier. Like, I, I feel, feel like, you've, so. like you've been around the community for long enough that it feels like, you know, like, why didn't this happen season one? Like, because <laughs> we uh, only be, had so many shows. <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, I, I believe I started really starting getting in the community at the towards the end of season one of the, mm-hmm. the, the show. So, yeah. It feels longer though. It feels like it really does. Is is that a good thing? I don't know. It's It's absolutely a good thing. thing. I'm I'm saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't know who you are, um, uh, Smiley? If you can tell us a little bit about about yourself, so basically, like your commander name, if you're an elite dangerous content creator, and how long you've been playing. Oh boy. Okay. So uh, I'm Commander Smiley Dank in Elite Dangerous. I absolutely stream Elite Dangerous. Um, I'm not going to pull a crispy and plug my uh, profile. Uh, (laughs) uh, As far as how long I've been playing Elite Dangerous, it's an interesting question. Uh, I started playing Elite Dangerous years ago, um, but life happened. You know, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. my my father ended up getting sick, so I kind of had to shift priorities around um i had to move there, there was just a whole lot going on and i've kind of just it went by the wayside so to speak um fast forward to uh the quarantine with the covid and i found myself bored with the games that i had been playing and decided to mm-hmm. check out elite again and while i was doing my normal little bounty hunting thing that i always did i decided to throw up a stream and uh boy did the puddle become an ocean yeah. Yep. It does that quickly and unexpectedly, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> Quite. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you you said you were streaming or you were playing Elite long before you started streaming it. What was it that first got you into the world of Elite Dangerous? Uh, I mean, that's actually, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, I had gotten into VR and my best friend was actually streaming at the time. He, he no longer oh. uh, does, but uh, he had gotten into Elite Dangerous because, you know, the Elite Dangerous community somehow found him. And right. uh, he was like, oh, man, if you have a VR headset, you have to check out Elite Dangerous. It's by far yeah. the VR title to have. And I mm-hmm. can't say I disagree with them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah. and that's that's really where I started is I my my best friend told me about it. I'm like, wait, you mean I can fly in space in VR? <laughs> come on. Well, dreams <laughs> really do come true. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, it's so wonderful. Yep. What yeah, was that first uh, time logging in like? If you can remember. Uh, well, I can say the first time logging in, it was before. Uh, I, I, well, at least I feel like it was before there was a tutorial in the game. I feel like that okay. part was new. Um, when I like rolled my alt account uh somewhat recently i had never gone through that tutorial before uh never never saw it or anything so right that that was number one quite uh refreshing to see and uh real quick shout out to fdev on that that is a mm-hmm. great tutorial coming out of that mail slot into that glorious oh, yeah. ringed planet ah oh, it's so good i will never yeah, forget pick, that moment they picked the best place for that for sure i mean it's uh, ideal spot for that Mm-hmm. I, I can say I agree 100%, but um, it, logging into the first time, I was just awestruck, really, uh, mm-hmm. just looking around in VR and seeing the the what I would actually imagine a space station to look like in, in the, you know, elite dangerous setting, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. I fell in love. It was love at first sight, so to speak. Yeah. Yep. So um, what's the story behind the name Smiley Dank? Where did that come from? Uh, okay. So Smiley <laughs> is a nickname that I, was given to me my freshman year of high school. So wow. going back 15 years now, um, <laughs> it, it was, and it's, it's stuck with me all throughout my life uh, to the point <laughs> so deep that uh, an old employer uh, actually knew me as Smiley. Uh, like my time card said Smiley on it. Really? <laughs> I still don't know. That's so yeah. funny. I love it. <laughs> I still don't know how the IRS knows I made any money uh, working for that company because I don't recall <laughs> giving them any any of my information. But hey, hey, they got it to the right place. So. Um, and wow. then the, the, the dank part, uh, I don't ask me where it came from. It just kind of happened one day. I'm like, smiley dank. Okay. Yeah. It kind of rolls off the tongue. I like it. And it just kind of yeah. stuck. That's oh, cool. Nice. I'll, uh, that's, that's like, I love nicknames that, that kind of, I, I, I'm always interested in nicknames that are given to someone as opposed to nicknames that you kind of adopt for yourself or that you come up like Mal. I came up with Mal like on my own. There's no cool story behind it. However, I will, I'll share with you a, a tidbit of a nickname. So, um, that was given to me, probably one of the only nicknames I've been given in my lifetime. I was, feel like I'm uh, going to adore this. Just, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to use this. My forever. call sign, my actual military Navy flight call sign, um, for when I was in an aircraft, um, was flounder. <laughs> Think I don't know okay okay <laughs> flounder the fat kid with the little spinny umbrella hat yep okay yep. I went that's me straight to the little mermaid i went directly there <laughs> <laughs> that works too <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, I remember no. sitting across the cabin from from a uh, from a commander in the, the Navy, actual Navy rank commander who just I stared can't. at me for like an hour. And I was <sighs> like, sir, you're making me kind of uncomfortable here. And he's like, I'm coming up with your call sign. I'm like, oh, I know. And he's like, no, you don't get to pick. I get to pick. And I'm like, yes, sir. And after about an hour, he goes, I've got it. Have you ever seen Animal House? I mean, no. And he's like, flounder. And I'm like, ah, uh, crap. I was hoping by saying no, I haven't seen Animal House. He would he would not go there because as soon as he said that, I knew exactly where he was going. Right. <laughs> that's that's like, ah, that's crap. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, like so. uh, that, that's one of those nickname stories. It's like, okay, well, what, why did you get that nickname? Yeah. You know, yeah. as far as like the, why I got smiley, it was really a, a, a fellow student at school mm-hmm. just noticed that I would not stop smiling. Like if I was nervous, I was smiling. If I was happy, of course I was smiling. Like it, they, it, that, it, there was just always a smile on my face. So yeah, it just kind of stuck. That's really that's nice, though. That's yeah. a really nice thing. Right. Yep. <laughs> to be, I'm I'm known for the fact that I smile all the time. I love that. I think that's yeah. beautiful. Yep. There's not that's, enough of that in today's world. I don't think. So. I agree. And and you know, I I not to change the tone or anything, but I I try to be as positive as as possible because the world is, let's just say, less than optimal in my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And less than optimistic right now. A lot of people are feeling down. So it's, you know, it's good to be known and in your case, even be named in a way that <laughs> makes people happy as soon as they show up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And it, 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 it's, uh, it's rewarding too. you know, to, yeah. to, to be the person behind the, the smiley moniker, so to speak is, yeah. is yeah. rewarding. Cause you feel like you're, you're bringing joy to people's day and, and laughter yeah. Well, you know really what brings cool. joy Can to you? my day when I when I visit your channel, your emotes. I really <laughs> love your emotes. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I uh, I drew them myself. Uh, I uh, I have like a iPad Pro with an Apple pencil, and I just yeah. kind of sat in my beanbag one day and busted them out. I, uh, t- so to hear that you like them uh, is really flattering. I appreciate. I love that. them. I think they're great. I think they're a great reflection of you, great reflection of your community. So they, they always make me smile when I see them. Even when I'm in somebody else's chat and somebody throws up a, a smiley 07 emote, I'm like, ah, ha, 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 ha. I wish mine <laughs> uh, looked that good. What the crap? Like, <laughs> uh, If we were recording video right now, my ear to ear. Do you... Um do you align yourself with a squadron or a minor faction at all? I kind of feared this question would come up <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm sure some people out there already know the answer. Uh, I have affiliated myself with uh, now a couple of PMFs and um, mm-hmm. factions in game. So the first one that I uh, found really um were the Ashlands Angels with mm-hmm. Flintlock Engineering and quite a few other known yeah. individuals. Yeah. Um, and they have been absolutely fantastic as a squadron, as mm-hmm. just fellow players or everything. You know, they they truly are there to help. And it's it's really exactly as branded it's a casual group of players with a common interest and they really just like to help you know not dissimilar to the bulk of the elite dangerous community right Um, right. and recently i've found myself uh falling to uh the ax side of combat right and uh i've i have departed the ashlands angels amicably of course and have mm-hmm. joined with emulated penguin and the nice. marauders vanguard to help out in uh like some of their bgs and uh some of the anti-xeno initiatives that they have going Very on nice excellent that's cool yeah the the angels are good people i've i've you know i know psychic and i both have had good experiences with with all the people over there and you know, it's just a it's just a good good group of people who, like you said, are exactly as they present themselves, which is really nice. You know, it always it sucks when you're trying to find a community and you go in thinking it's going to be one thing and then find out it under the surface yeah. is actually something entirely different. And for the most part, I think um, the the vast majority of elite communities are what they say they are, which is really nice. But the the angels in particular are just really good people. I they, think they really are, you know, then there's I that think, blue haired princess lady. So she might have something to do with it. 
I, I think that player factions um, specifically um, used to be back in the day. They used to be a lot more, um, and I've, I, I think I, I last talked about this back um, uh, on season one on the Christmas special um, for mm-hmm. um, season one. That player factions back in the day used to be very insular, and it was always yeah. one player faction against another one, and all of that sort mm-hmm. of um, animosity between player groups. And yeah, I think. For the most part, I think there are still player groups that feel like this this way, but I think for the most part, people are really friendly and really open with each other and a lot more open to um, discussion and sharing knowledge and all of that sort of stuff, which is much more sort of late teens, early early 20s, as far as date is concerned, then maybe it was when I first started playing, playing elite mm-hmm. was a little bit more, the groups were a little bit more insular. Um, yeah. But it's really nice to see just like so, so many player factions just being awesome and being who they are. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I, I, think I, a lot I more, can agree. Yeah. I think a lot more groups have that kind of mentality of, we only want you to be in our group as long as you want to be in mm-hmm. our group. If you find something else that you like, like in your case, Smiley, you're you're with the angels, you're doing stuff with them. And then you're like, oh, I'm really getting into AX. I want to hop over to, to EP's group. And they're like, we're so happy you found that group. We want you to go because they want you to enjoy the game at the expense of having one more tick mark on their belt as a person in the mm-hmm. in the group. You know, they would rather you be like, hey, go. If you ever want to come back, it's that's cool. Please let us know. You're always welcome here and and stay in touch. Like, I think so many yeah. groups are like that. They're like, they would rather you find what you love in the game and leave your leave their group than stay there and be like, man, I wish we did more insert whatever here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that you hit the nail on the head. I mean, that's pretty much exactly what happened with, you know, the angels. Uh, I, it, <laughs> it wasn't an easy decision for me. Uh, I was, I, I really put some thought into it and I'm, I'm messaging, uh, Flint and just like, Hey man, this is what I'm considering, but I'm afraid of like any kind of, you know, repercussions or, you know, right. judgments or anything like that. He's like, are you kidding me? Smiley. <laughs> and, and, and from there it was, you know, it, it's fine. I'm still actually classified uh, as an honorary uh, angel with, yeah. with Ashland's angels. So yeah. as far as that's concerned, nothing's changed. And yeah. I, that just makes me fall in love with the, that squadron all over again. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I love um, it. When you're when you're playing the game, um, what sort of resources do you typically use um, to to help you with, um, you know, with with overcoming obstacles or or figuring out, you know, like um, play styles or ship builds or stuff like that? Do you have like specific tools that you like to rely on? I do actually. I, I uh, love Inara. That's probably my favorite third party tool as far as um, the databases are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, I am absolutely infatuated with ED Engineer. There I it do is. not know <laughs> what I would is. do without it. You're welcome, Psychic. <laughs> it's not just me. It's not just me. Listen to last week's episode. They said yep. exactly the same thing. Yep. It seems to be it's it's we've pivoted from season one where people were like the what now to exactly. oh my gosh, this, my wow. life is not complete without this tool. My whole purpose for doing the podcast is working. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit it was season one that introduced me to ED engineer. I'm like, what is this? And, uh, (laughs) I went after it and, uh, I've, I've kind of fallen into that habit of, you know, we've, we've heard Flintlock engineering talk about it several times and I'll keep mentioning him, but, uh, you know, he, he tinkers a lot in the game and I find that I very much so enjoy that too. ED engineer makes that so much easier to do. Exactly. Yeah, it really does. And and what we were talking about last week is the reason that I like it so much is it helps consolidate those trips for resource gathering. Yes. Like, you that's don't my ever end up at the engineer and and go, oh crap, I need two more pharmaceutical isolators. 
unless you're just stupid like me and forget to put enough rolls in, yep, that's yep, when yep, that yep, happens. Yep, but yep, like yep. the tool will make sure that you get it done right. Um, and the fact that you can import from Coriolis, you can just like do your build, import that into ED Engineer, and it makes a shopping list for you is, oh. Yes, like, and I just <sighs> discovered that feature last week. <gasps> Oh, isn't it great? (laughs) There was nothing greater than starting (laughs) a build and taking it from zero to hero in one fell swoop. Oh my gosh, I was on cloud nine. I just just hope, and I know the, the, um, the, the main person who makes ED Engineer doesn't play the game very often anymore. So I do hope that um to clarify we are quite clearly recording this in a pre-odyssey world (laughs) but um i really hope that going into odyssey and for all of the other little bits of engineering that way we're gonna have um yeah i hope i hope that ed engineer um continues with its updates i mean it yeah. has done for ages so there's no reason yeah. to me why it wouldn't but um i'm i'm really hoping that it it keeps up and we can continue to have life so easy please yes yes an odyssey update is going to be the most significant update it will have needed in a while there's so many so- engineers I feel like there's a lot of people in the community, though, who would be willing to contribute. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To, to help, you know, if if that back end of the code were made available to them, they would like if, if it moved on to um, to GitHub and became sort of a, a community sourced coding project. I'm sure there are tons of people who would both help contribute and test at the same time. Where do I sign up to be a tester? Mm-hmm. I'm asking right. for a friend. <laughs> asking for a friend. Exactly. Also, um, you know, ED engineer, please send all che- checks to Psykit, courtesy of Flight Assist Podcast. <laughs> but, we, but, but we don't have to pay for ED engineer. It's it's free because it's so fantastic. Yeah, like that's part of the like. It's how brilliant it is, and like all of these mm-hmm. tools that people make for for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, EDMC, Coriolis, Inara, EDSM, like EDDB. I'm shocked. I'm just shocked at like the The amount amount of of time. Yeah. It it just, it blows my mind. I mean, as as people who create content, we all put extra work in to make sure that that we are happy with the content that we're producing and all of that. But the amount of work that must go into something like ED Engineer or EDMC or things like that. I can't even wrap my head around it. Mm. It's the same. Hats off to the developers behind all of those tools, really. I mean, just knowing how complicated certain... Uh, aspects of content creation are now that yeah, I've yeah. <laughs> gotten way more into it than I ever was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it, it really lends an opportunity to show even more appreciation for the people that do uh, code all these extra tools and, and stuff like that. You know, I am I'm, I'm teaching myself Adobe products right now. <laughs> right. Same. <laughs> Same. Oh my gosh, that's a big old mood right there. <laughs> yes, yes. It, it, uh, I, I think I'm doing okay. You know, uh, so spoiler alert: people will know by the time this episode is released. But uh, there's a yeah. new stinger for the stream that I'm <gasps> very proud of. Yes. Oh, awesome! Nice. That's so cool. That's mm. so cool. It takes um, it, it's one of those things though with with stuff like that. How um, how many YouTube videos and how much you can sort of like. I often find like when I'm doing stuff in After Effects and things like that, I'm like, I know what I want to do. I just don't know how to do it. But somebody has already done something like it in, um, or taught, taught you how to do it in YouTube. So as long as you're very, as long as you can follow instructions, I'm not very good at following instructions, but as long <laughs> as you can follow instructions, um, you can, you can, you can get those kind of things. I don't think I can follow instructions with coding though. I think yeah, that's something much you have to learn, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would it's imagine tougher. it's much, 
<laughs> Much tougher than, uh, oh, than with coding. You can do it. You can do it, but it take. I, th- I think it takes a lot more. There's a lot more practical work involved when you're doing the coding. Like you have to watch a video, <laughs> then you have to try it a couple of times. Then you have to watch the video again. You have to try it a couple of times. Right. Uh, whereas, <laughs> with, why didn't this compile? <laughs> right, with After Effects, like I've found that I can go in and try something, and if I don't get it right, I'm like wait a minute oh it's this right here yeah but then i've got that version i created and i can make other stuff out of that version i don't have to go back to the drawing board quite as much because i'll have assets or pre-comps or something that i can pull out and drop into something else wholesale and not have to reinvent them you see you see you started talking about stuff and sometimes sometimes your the stuff that you create mal is so ingenious and amazing that sometimes i'm just like i kind of glaze over a little bit when you start talking about stuff because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true you feel like i understand <laughs> what you're talking about well sometimes mate <laughs> god love you (laughs) Uh, yeah uh, and uh, to that end psychic i mal i i just to kind of resound what she just said uh the the quality of content that you've created is is very inspiring um Mm -hmm. like you know the the videos for your channel are a good example the like those are stream goals just just laying that out there Hashtag stream goals. Right. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. I love I love making those more for seeing people's reaction to them than for, you know, actually going through the process of creating them. Like it's more for for you guys than it is for me. So if it inspires you all to up your game and learn new skills and do stuff like that, then it has achieved its goal. Well, job well done, my friends. Yeah, that's all I can say. <laughs> Thank you. We t- we've talked at length now about different um, uh, third party tools that you've been been using. What about when you're actually flying? What um, physical tools do you use? What's your preferred control scheme? Oh, uh, so again, um, with with everything that is elite dangerous, you find that your tools are ever changing mm-hmm. uh, depending on what you're trying to do. <laughs> Um, I started playing Elite with uh, an X56 HOTAS as the physical control uh, yes. interface, so to speak. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic until it wasn't, unfortunately. Um, right. It could have been from taking it apart that one too many times. It could have been just a <laughs> lower, lower quality. It could be age. I don't know. But unfortunately, the X56, uh, excuse me, X56 uh, started to fail on me. And I very huh. quickly uh, started ordering some replacements and decided to go ho sass with dual VKB sticks very similar to um what mal for the win has done (laughs) yes that's the same route that i went i went x56 to dual stick and dual (sighs) stick i have fallen head over heels for it is i I don't it's so much more intuitive especially if you uh like to fly fa off it becomes yes so much easier with with hostess in my opinion i think that's i think that's right i that was the reason that i went hostess is because i wanted to start doing more flight assist off and everybody who was kind of full-time flight assist off in newton's gambit which is the, the kind of player group for people who want to go full fa off um everybody recommended hey you really need to try out dual stick and i'm like but the X56 doesn't have a left stick. I'm like, I have the little thumb sticks and they're like, yeah, those are good to get started, but you need dual sticks. That's the only way to go. I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And then, um, when I first put my hands on dual stick, oh my gosh, it is amazing. <laughs> the amount of control and finesse you can get, um, is insane, insane. And it feels so cool. So cool. it does. It does. And, and it, there's something about it that really kind of unlocks the ah. the true six axis of, of freedom. Right. Like it, it, it just yeah. I yeah. don't know. It feels natural almost. Yep, I would agree with that. I think that's true. Um, so sp- speaking of 
getting a better handle on your ship and having a good control over it, what would you say you are best at in game right now? As far as uh, like bounty hunting or just anything that I yeah, feel that I'm best like, at. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough question. Right. It's tougher than you think it is. Cause the first thing you want to go to is what you enjoy doing the most. That's the next question. This is just, <laughs> what are, this is objectively. If somebody said, what are you the best? What are not, what are you the best at? Like of everybody who plays, but in your skill set, if somebody had you do bounty hunting, combat, PVP, exploration, driving an SRV, like which one of those do you feel like you are the best at? What is what is your like laser point s- activity? I w- yeah, I would say uh, just flying in general. Honestly, uh, okay. you know, I, yep. I try to be um, as as precision of a pilot as I possibly can be. You know, it's 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 part of the immersion and and the RP, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I I try to be as uh, precision in my piloting as I possibly can. You know, given a hydra swarm next to me or something. <laughs> but, uh, and I, if I had to give a second one, uh, probably SRV driving. Um, I, I, I probably unpopular opinion, but I actually very much so dry, uh, enjoy driving around in the SRV. Dab's hope is yeah. one of my favorite places to visit in the SRV. Yeah. I said it. That's hope. Don't tell Krimen that he's he's convinced it's filled with false promises and despair. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but that's what he keeps telling me. Yeah. If we want to talk about false promises, I dropped into an HGE the other day that actually had pharmaceutical isolators. I thought nah, they were a I don't myth. Believe you. Whoa. <laughs> nope. Didn't happen. Picks or it didn't happen. That's, <laughs> see, see, that's what the squadron said. I dropped picks. They said they were doctored. You can't yeah. win. Yeah, you Photoshop those, yeah, you mate. You can't win. There's you're, no way to win that fight. You're, you're learning those Adobe project products. We know. We know it was Photoshop. Uh, dang, I sold myself out. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the flip side of that, what's your favorite thing to do at the get in the game? I'm going to assume it's um, uh, Xeno Combat at the moment. At, at the moment, I'm really heavily focused on on uh, Xeno Combat, but. It is very difficult to limit it down to one thing because it's mm-hmm. it's you know I said towards the the beginning of the episode then the buck the uh, puddle became the ocean. Yep. Uh, it <laughs> elite dangerous was way deeper than I ever thought it was ever. You know, even even the years and years ago when I first started playing it in VR, I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm going to go, you know, pew pew these pirates for a little bit and then uh, you know, I'll log off and watch some TV or something. Uh that's not an option anymore. It's like, okay, I'm going right, to go pew pew these right. pirates. I'm going to take those bounties. I'm going to go turn them into this system, manipulate that BGS so I can then do that. There's so much that ties to yeah. everything. Yeah. So it's I would say it's almost impossible to say what my favorite thing is other than yes. <laughs> that could be the best favorite thing we've had yet. What's your favorite thing to do in game? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fair. It's absolutely fair. So, yeah. So th- th- is there anything that you don't get to do in game a lot that you wish you could spend some more time on? Oh, that's that's a good question. Uh, exploring, yeah, exploring for sure. I, I always find an excuse, uh, whether it's in the bubble or you know just a couple of hundred light years from, like the Pleiades, for example. Right. Well, um, I, I I feel like I really uh, need to be bitten by the exploration bug. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you find that it's, this is going to be one of my new follow-up questions. I think after today is, do, do you find that the amount of increased activity happening in the bubble kind of dissuades you from going out doing exploration? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. There's a, I'm, I, there's almost like this sense of anxiety 
uh, about yeah. leaving the bubble, right? Like I would love oh, to no. go visit. <laughs> I, I would love to go visit Colonia. I've never been to Colonia. I would love yeah. to go to Sagittarius A star. I've never been, yeah. you know, I've the farthest, uh, furthest I've been outside the bubble is 5,000 light years. And that was for the Professor Palin trip. Yeah, and that was it. it was. <laughs> and absolutely, that I was exactly yeah. the same for probably yeah. the first two and a half thousand hours in game. I was exactly the same. I, it was the only trip out I did was a five, 5K for Palin. And then I came straight back. Um, but now it's so busy. There's so much going on. Um, and you just don't know, and especially with Odyssey coming out, you don't want to yeah. be out there. Exactly. Especially if you only have one account. You don't yeah. want to be out yeah. there and then not <laughs> and miss out on like something miss juicy that's something. happening. Fo yep. FOMO in this game is so real. Especially well, I'm, with I'm community <laughs> goals now having these custom double yep. engineer modules like you I was can't about afford to, to say be that. somewhere else when when they decide to drop like you know gauss cannons with increased range and no drop off or something like that like <laughs> how could no absolutely not you can't be out exploring right then it would be the exactly. fastest return to the bubble in the history of the game like, literally all progress in that trip would be erased i would just yep. fly into a star so i could spawn yep. back in the bubble <laughs> yep exactly exactly doesn't matter how many light years you have under your belt it's like you know what i can always do this again yep exactly so where is it that you're spending most of your time in the galaxy at the moment wherever my fleet carrier takes me nice nice this is a good answer. I can appreciate that. Finally, it, it's 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 honestly that's my fleet carrier. It 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 is exactly what I feel a fleet carrier should be. It's it's my forward operating base. You know, it's it's right my home essentially. Uh, so you know, wherever it's needed by other commanders in need, or you know, if if I need to make a trip and kind of want to admittedly do the lazy jump uh, is what I call it. Now just sit on the fleet carrier yeah. and let it do its thing. Um, yeah. You know, but I, I, I particularly really love using my fleet carrier to help newer commanders or commanders that yes. are in like a stuck situation because they are an incredible tool for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've really, I found that I use mine a lot for that too. Like, it's convenient if I want to like do, like you said, a lazy jump. Like I don't want to do five individual jumps to get over there. I'm just going to take the fleet here and do one jump, even though it's a 15 minute wait during that 15 minutes, I could check my email, stand up, get a cup of coffee, come back and boom, it's done. Like it's hands off up to 500 light years without you having to pay attention to anything. You don't boop any stars. You don't run into, but the bigger thing is, Hey, if you guys want, I'm going to go out to HIP 36601 and grind some raw mats. Who wants on the fleet carriers leaving at this time? And you'll have 10 friends just like show up and hop on the fleet carrier because you're taking them out there and you can help them out. And like you said, it's especially helpful for people who are newer to the game um, and don't have engineers unlocked and don't have the long range um, modifications to their FSD yet. And it's just it's a quick and easy way to get them out there and get that stuff. Um, so that they don't have to go to the trouble of doing it unless they want mm. to, um, you know, it, it, it just, it gives you options of helping people in ways that you didn't have before fleet carriers were a thing. Yeah, I absolutely agree. The, the only caveat to it is I try to put the decision in the commander's hand that I'm helping, right? Like, Hey, I have a fleet carrier. If you want to go out to the guardian sites and, you know, get your FSD booster, I'm happy to yeah. take you. But, um, and this actually was inspired by crispy. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I started kind of telling people like, you know, sure. I'm more than happy to help you with the fleet carrier, but are you sure you want to ruin the adventure? Yeah. And kind of let yeah, them stew on that. That's the, that's the only drawback is, and that comes, that's actually a good way to approach it because that's something that, um, they, they do very heavily in like the army in the air force, the, the military training, they will make you do stuff the long way 
but then teach you the shortcut way so that you appreciate it more. And you've had the adventure of doing it the long way because there's, there's really not much that, that can replace that experience. Um, yeah. you, know, you can't go back and then do it because you've already got that long range drive or you've already got those extra weapons. So dropping into a combat zone and feeling completely underwater is, is not going to happen after you can't unflip that switch, you know? Right. So I, I like the idea of giving them the option of saying like, Hey, I can take you out there. I'm cool with taking you out there and doing that, but you're going to miss out on something and, and there's no way to get it back. Are you sure you want to go there? Right. Um, and it, there's something to be said about witnessing somebody's epiphany happen. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that so much. Like if I can drop one line, that makes that person stop for a second and go, Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Smiley's got it right. I'm going to do this yeah. instead. Thanks, Smiley. Yeah. Day is made. Yep. Shoot. My week yep. is made. <laughs> yep. Completely agree. Completely agree. Um, speak, speaking of helping people out, when you run into trouble in game, who is it that you turn to for help? Whether it's you need help getting somewhere or you need help with a game mechanic or um, you just have questions in general. Like who, who is it that you find yourself turning to most of the time? Uh, it doesn't have to be a specific name. It could be a group of people or just like or it could be. Yes, this could be another. Yes, question. And this, this <laughs> I would say that this is another. Yes, question. And uh I would say if you need help in Elite Dangerous, just toss a pebble and you'll find a helpful person. That's really it. I I try to learn from my peers, my leaders, uh, you know, as as steel sharpens steel, man sharpens man. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Well said. So profound. I bloody love it. Smiley Dank. Space philosopher. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, you know. I, I got a couple of good one-liners. Focus. Sometimes that's all you need. Yep. <laughs> if they're the right one-liners, that's all you need. When you think back about your time playing Elite, um, what would you say is your fondest memory or the most amazing thing that's happened to you? Is there anything that springs to mind? Oh, that's a that's another that's another tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> fondest memory. Uh, okay, you know what? The I think my fondest memory, I, and, and I don't know that fond would necessarily be the correct word, but when I discovered that there were uh, alien races in the the galaxy, you know, uh, de- both departed and not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of my first interactions with the guardian sites and, and beacons and, and the like leftover technology of theirs, I think, uh, resounded with me the most. I don't gotcha. know, did that did answer your, the question you were asking? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If, if that, if that was the thing, I, I think often, often that question is something that, um, will either spark a memory or it will spark something. Mm-hmm. And you've got, um, for a lot of cases, um, people can either think of like a feeling that happened or just mm-hmm. like, or, um, something, one thing that might be an amalgamation of about four different things, but it's, yeah. it's the way it makes you feel. And, um, I think, yep. um, Elite has a very special way of doing that to evoking feelings that yep. you didn't think were maybe that possible to get when you were playing a video game. I can a hundred percent agree. Uh, excuse me, agree on that. See, words is hard. In, in the, <laughs> words is hard. <laughs> in the phrase of Timis, uh, words is hard. Uh, <laughs> I think. I would go as far as to say every time I jump star systems, I have mm-hmm. this feeling of uh, euphoria. You know, I feel like yeah. I'm in this dream state because, I mean, yeah. if you tell me that somebody does not dream of traveling through the Milky Way galaxy, I will show you a liar. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be on. It's got to be in somebody's. I feel like it's at this point, it's something that's baked into our DNA. 
as humans. The fact that our eyes have migrated from the side of our head to the front of our head, that we can look up and see the stars. Like, how can not that not in in some way, regardless of any sort of political, philosophical, religious beliefs you have, how can you not look up and go, what if? Yeah. Like whatever Every- what if means to you. There's somewhere in your in your DNA, I feel like we're coded to look up and go, what if? Like, and and so yeah, I, I completely agree with you that like every time I hit the button and, and get the countdown, four, three, two, one, and the sound design on it with a and pop. It's yes. like uh, it's I just feel like, like I'm an actor in a movie. Like and yeah. like the the best movie or TV show ever. Like, you know, I'm, I'm Alex Kamal behind the helm of the Rosinante, you know? (laughs) Yep. 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 It's the, the feelings that he talks about in the books and on the show about like the first time he got to fly the Rosie, he he was, that was what he felt. He was like this, like I've been waiting my whole life for this feeling. I, I knew it was out there. I didn't know what it was. But this is it. This is like, you know, it, it, like it, it was it was life changing for him, you know, and and that's that's kind of the the same sort of feeling like you feel like you get a little piece of that because it's a game. You're not really out there doing it, but probably the closest many of us are going to get in our lifetime oh, absolutely. To, to being able to do something like that. Absolutely. Well said. I couldn't have yeah. said it better than myself. <laughs> So what is it uh what is it that keeps you coming back to the game lo- logging in? Oh, the escape, frankly. Um yeah. Just, <laughs> I mean, there's there's something to be said about, you know, you know, we were talking earlier about like the state of our world today. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's less optimism and and so on. So even just just having um, a game a simulation if you will that can very easily feel alive well uh real almost um to to escape the reality that we're we we're finding ourselves in uh i think yeah. has been kind of a blessing of 2020 really that and bidets yeah. but that's a different subject <laughs> Wow. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, if you could go back to um, Commander Smiley Dunk back on his very first day playing Elite Dangerous and um, uh, give him one piece of advice, what, what piece of advice would you give yourself? Buy a fuel scoop. That's the that's the piece of advice I would give myself because I've only ran out of fu- uh, fuel twice in Elite, and it was on my first day playing, and the second time was while I was bounty hunting, and unfortunately had uh, some railguns engineered to pull from my fuel and wasn't paying attention. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> any any time that uh, the first time that I used. Uh, any sort of like plasma slug or fuel based ammunition. I was like, what do you mean? I can't go back. Oh crap. Right. I completely <laughs> forgot to take that into account. I'm like now I understand why people have these PVP builds with like plasma slugs and they have like two extra fuel tanks. I'm like, what the heck? Like just get a fuel scoop or something. Like, I don't understand why now I get it. Yeah, I, I absolutely get it. But, you know, here's here's another piece of advice I'll, I'll give people. If you're bounty hunting, be friends with fuel rats and have them in wing yes. with you. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the fuel rats are an excellent organization. Can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to rely on their services a couple of times. Ah, puts tail between legs. Yep. Yep. Usually it's only when I'm like actually streaming and people are watching me and I quit. Oh yeah, only only those times it's like (laughs) can't be mad at the content though, right? Yeah, true. That's right. That is very true. 
Um, so since we're since we're recording this before um, Odyssey actually drops, what is it that you are hoping for? Either something that we already know about, right, from the alpha or from the dev diaries, or something you're hoping they sneak in that they haven't really talked about because we know Frontier they like to sneak in little quality of life improvements. Like, what's something you're hoping for or most looking forward to? when Odyssey actually drops. So, okay. Uh, not to get too tinfoily here. Um, I'll leave that to Do some it. of my Do colleagues. Um, I, I, so the alpha I think was absolutely fantastic. I think it was as best executed as they possibly could have done it. It was an alpha. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We saw our bugs. That's the point of the alpha is to find yeah. those bugs. Right. So, mm-hmm. yep. Um, I, I think the alpha that we experienced and we got to play around in was a very limited uh, version of Odyssey, right? It was very watered yeah. down. And I I still am holding out. I have this hope that um, we may get a new shipyard. Um. I have absolutely no evidence to go off of that. And I think the counter argument to that possibility is, you know, uh, with more recent uh, community community goals um, with uh, Jupiter and and what happened with Mm -hmm. with that uh, specific goal, um, I'm, I'm also kind of leaning towards, oh, well, maybe we already made that bed. But um, I'm hopeful right. that that maybe there's a few surprises uh, like that waiting for us for the full release. Um, that aside, I'm really looking forward to those plasma weapons. Yep. Yes. Yep. yep. Just, Absolutely. Just l- let me let me experience the shotgun in its full glory, and also obviously yep. the sniper rifle, but the shotgun. Yes, I, I just I just want to use the shotgun so I can go back to those settlements that I was going in and doing those CZs <laughs> in and and get the shotguns that were getting me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. exactly. Yep, there's there's going to be a lot of people returning to that original <laughs> Odyssey system for, for payback. Revenge. <laughs> like absolutely, it's going to be. They should just change the name of that system from whatever it was to Vengeance. That's it. And that's where are you going? Oh, I'm going to Vengeance for a little while. I got some people to talk to. (laughs) I've got some personal issues that I need to iron out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Um, What can we expect from from you in um, Elite Dangerous going forward? What can we expect from you? uh, Definitely some more anti Xeno combat. That's definitely on the. Yep. foreseeable horizon uh which you know that that plays into the the, the squadron switch and and everything like that so uh-huh. um and then i guess that aside yes yes <laughs> yeah. perfect my favorite answer um do you um do you have the chance to play any other games when you're not playing elite and if so <laughs> do you want to share what do you play? Uh, sure. I mean, I, I've had chances to play other games, of course. Um, the most recent mm-hmm. other game that I played was Valheim. Um, I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed uh, that that game for a short stint. But, um, you know, <laughs> with uh, Didi, my significant other, her mm-hmm. quote unquote game is World of Warcraft. She's okay, played yes. it since uh, I think Burning Crusade, if I remember correctly. She continues to play it. She is a very, very invested World of Warcraft player. It clicks for her. Gotcha. It's perfect for her. I used to be that. You know, World of Warcraft was my jam for the longest time. In fact, when I streamed years and years and years ago, I was streaming World of Warcraft. A lot of people don't know that. Ah, you and I have that uh, in common. Oh, nice. <laughs> that was my, that was the, all I did was stream world of Warcraft when I first started streaming. Ah, the more, you know, what class did you play? I was a mage. I was, I, I dabbled in priest a little bit, but if you're, if, uh, if there's a dress and you can be squishy, that's, that's what I'm doing. 
I I'm high five, butter. <laughs> right there with you. I'm I'm a, I'm a glass cannon type of guy. Uh, yep. Until uh, one of the most recent expansions with a demon hunter, they grabbed my heart too. Uh, but not to get too far off subject. The point of that was Elite Dangerous is my World of Warcraft. Yeah. Yep. It's it's become mine as well. I can definitely appreciate that. Like, right. I now get from World of Warcraft what I used to get. Like my favorite point in World of Warcraft was uh, Wrath of the Lich King. Um, that was my favorite expansion. I had the best guild, the best group, like three nights a week. We would always get together. We would run dungeons. It was just like socially, functionally, um, mechanic wise, like everything just fit. And what I got from that game then is what I get from Elite Dangerous now, like every time I log in. So I completely feel you on that. Good. I know I'm not alone now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that comes brings us to the end of our normal sort of question. Um, our question uh, section. God, words is hard. Words is hard indeed. <laughs> uh, so yeah. we we now have the lightning round, which is um a little bit of something that we throw in right towards the end for a bit of fun um if mm -hmm. you can do me a favor and try and answer as quickly and as accurately very very big caveat under accurately um as possible all elite dangerous related questions no curveballs anything like that um if you're happy to give it a go Oh, nothing would please me more. Let's lightning excellent, round this piece. <laughs> then in which case we shall begin. What's your favorite ship? Oof, Cutter. Your least favorite ship? Federal Assault Ship. What's the best ship in the game? Cutter. What's the worst ship in the game? Ferdinand. What's your favorite station? Obsidian Orbital. And your favorite system? Er mm -hmm. 8. ER space 8. True or false? You can get a free anaconda at Hudson Orbital. False. Do you use engineered or vanilla modules in your ships? Engineered. Are you Alliance, Federation, Empire, or Independent? Currently Independent. Who's your favorite power play leader? Pranavantal. If you run out of gas, do you call the fuel rats or do you suicide? Fuel rats, all the way. If you have a low hull, do you call the hull seals? Do you keep going and hope for the best or suicide? I carry repair limpets. True or false? You can get a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. False. Thargoids. Friend, foe, or undetermined? Undetermined. And finally, flight assist on or off? Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I am very surprised that you said undetermined about Thargoids. Yes. Uh, I thought you might. Uh, I, I like to invite all opinions on on uh -huh. on almost anything right I, I think having as many perspectives as possible is important to make an informed decision yeah right it, it's it's uh, it's the opinion part of it that kind of makes that tricky um but i mean there's there's a lot uh to the uh, the the thargoid narrative you know um so undetermined it's really because I, I i i don't know i think recently i've started to realize that they're more on the foe side than than friendly side and i yeah. think that just boils down to our actions as players you know we we right. had this this thing that was going on with them you know i you know, they were they were making their advance towards the bubble and then you know, we made our decisions to shoot them, 
And I think right. that decision is now laid in stone. I don't think there's going yeah. to be a way to kind of bring them back friendly. Um, but there's there's right. part of me that believes that wants to believe that at least. Yeah, I, th- I, I think you're exactly right. I think we kind of made our bed with them and now we have to lay in it. The fact that their foes might not be entirely on them, like a large portion of it has to do with how we reacted upon first contact, you know? Um, so uh, absolutely. And that, that just but, all the historical actions, you know, with, with, yeah. you know, John Jameson and, and, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the Enra mm-hmm. storyline, which is my favorite storyline. Yeah. 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 It really is. It really is one of the best storylines in this game. I think, I think the only way that we might get that tied to turn so that Thargoids feel more like friend or if not friend, maybe ally would be for us to discover an enemy of a both of our foe, peoples yeah. that would cause us to have to work together. Like, you know, the enemy of my enemy is, is my friend. Yeah. So if the, if the Thargoids have an enemy that's bigger and badder than we are, we might end up having to align ourselves with the Thargoids to deal with them. Uh, pardon me. I've got to, uh, I'm just investing in some tinfoil right now. Uh, stand by. Yes. <laughs> yep. Quick, buy the, uh, is there a tinfoil version of Bitcoin? Because we should get in on that. If we can. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey. Uh, nobody take this idea. <laughs> is there anything that we haven't covered or talked about today that you would like to talk about? Uh, um, I think think we touched all the points i'm sure we can come up with something but uh, such yeah. would take time <laughs> this is true this, this is true. Tr- very very true well smiley this is a this is a point where you can you can do all of the plugs that you need if anybody wants to get to know you better or connect with you further where can they find you online uh well my username is pretty um it's actually pretty much the same across the board, across all social media, Twitter, nice. uh, Instagram, Twitch. It's smiley underscore dank at pretty much any destination. If you find a smiley underscore dank, it's me. Um, <laughs> and that as embarrassing as this might be, that even goes as far as Apple Music, Spotify, wow. Google Play. Nice. Like that. Nice. It's an investment <laughs> nice. in brand. Also, also same with the exception of Instagram where it's just an um, uh, underscore at the end, but same. You got, <laughs> you got to grab all of those usernames. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's partially why, um, smiley dank exists in the, in the, the fashion that it does today. Uh, kind of circling back to, um, the earlier question. Um, yeah. It, it that that dank part of it uh really kind of was unique uh and yeah. i was able to secure that username everywhere i wanted to use that username so brilliant excellent brilliant my friend well thank <laughs> you so much for coming and joining us today it's been really awesome to sit down and have a Agreed. bit more of a chat with you it's been it's been super cool so thank you so much Oh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, it's been an absolute honor uh, to hang out and talk to my fellow friends. Excellent. Of course. Yeah, you you were not wrong. Yeah. Smiley is the best. It's just so lovely. What a great freaking individual, man. <laughs> yeah, and also he, you're right though cuz you can hear him smiling even like yeah. <laughs> he, 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 you can hear him smiling through everything that he says. It's so um it's so lovely. And there is there is a lot to be said for people who are trying to spread positivity. Yeah. And yeah. um especially in all of the stuff that's going on right now, um people yeah. trying to share a little bit of light is a really good thing. Yeah, it's definitely an uphill battle and he wages it um with reckless abandon and mm-hmm. I can I can definitely appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a tr- it's a tricky time in it. We, there mm-hmm. is a light at the end of the tunnel, I think now, which is nice. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a it's still a time. ways off, but at least you can see it. You know, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and 
he's we're speaking to a lot of like really wonderful inspirational people at the moment like the last three the last three or four um people that we spoke to um are so mm-hmm. have been so interesting in their individual ways right yeah very very all very different They're different and oh and, i'm never gonna get bored t- of doing this yeah yeah <laughs> but um you know it's it's yeah it's it, it, there, there's also these common threads of just like uh, like they're they're just it, it, you think like oh well this is the, here's a template for a good human right yeah if you were to clone humanity and just the good parts of it it's this person but that's not true like you can be your own unique individual and spread that positivity in the yeah. same, in, in, in your own unique way, right? Like there's thinking back towards the, like the beginning of season two, like the way that Yosoi Havoc makes people smile yeah. is very different than the way Smiley Dank makes them smile, but they come away from that experience with the same base emotion, which is maybe the world's not as as I yeah. thought it was, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And if if one person can go away from a stream or from a YouTube video or from from somewhere feeling that the world is just a little bit kinder or mm-hmm. a little bit more positive, that's yeah. that's good. <laughs> That's that's got to be a win, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely a win. Definitely falls it. into the win category. Speaking of positivity and doing something mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. this Friday next will yeah. be the um, the the charity stream for um, Click Sergeant over on my channel, which we spoke about last week at length um, for. Mm-hmm. Um, friend of the show and friend of the community um Calico Jacks um boy yep so please be there i'm very much looking forward to seeing you there um but other than that yeah i think that's all for this week you can browse episodes and check out more information on the podcast um at our website flightassistpodcast.com and you can stay up to date by following us on twitter at flightassist underscore ed remember this podcast is all about commanders and communities and that means you we'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests and if you're an elite dangerous commander who wants to be a guest on the podcast or if you'd like to nominate a commander to be our guest we need to know that too Send us your questions and information on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ed, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io slash flightassist, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. If you would like to support the podcast and get access to exclusive content at the same time, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash flightassist. With thanks to our flight officer patrons, Atom Farin, Baron Von Marlen, Cow Noodles, Commander Rieslang, Crispy Tater Tot, Elvis Kremen, Glitched Helix, Jonathan Turner, Caldra, Not Me Mister, Stella Wizard 66, Timis V2, and Tomex 99. Until next week, this is Commander Psychit and Commander Mal for the win, handing the controls back to you. Flight Assist off. Follow me on Twitch.